Oh boy, this episode is going to be a good one. Um, <laughs> anyways, uh, welcome back to another episode of the Lonesome Podcast. Uh, I'm your host, Matt Palmer. And wow, what a, what a past couple of weeks it's been. Um, last night I filmed a 45-minute episode talking about the Travis Scott uh, interview about the concert and everything else that happened, um, his reaction video, it, it just the whole shit show, man. And I think I might release the episode as a bonus episode. I got so unbelievably tilted and so mad. I mean, I was swearing, I was yelling. It, it, was, it was just a trash pit. So if you guys want to hear that, that's okay. It's just me yelling about Travis Scott and Satanism and crap for uh, 45 minutes. That's all right. But, um... I've done a lot of research on what I'm going to be talking about this episode, and I can actually not relate, but attest and correct the values of what I'm going to be talking about. Um, first off, let's just do an introduction. I'm Matt Palmer. Uh, thanks for tuning in, honestly. And I just want to give a brief warning. If you are really sensitive towards sexual assault or like like from past sexual assaults, or if you're sensitive around that topic or like uh, grooming, um, all of this stuff, I would, I would give you an advisory to just double check listening to this episode because we are going to be going into it and talking a little bit about uh, influencers and how they have a really sick and twisted prey with this stuff. So uh, let's just get into it. Um, the main person who we're going to be talking about is a social media, dis- social media star, YouTuber, TikToker, and so self-called, quote, comedian, uh, Danny Duncan. Now, Danny Duncan just participated in the, uh, what was that, Life by, uh, Life, by Life Nation? Uh, there was a YouTubers versus TikTok fight, Austin McBroom versus Bryce Hall, um, Taylor Holder versus uh, Deji, and Danny Duncan versus, I don't know who he went against, if he even won against anybody at all. I don't know if he was the guy who pulled out, but um, I know that Danny Duncan might have been a part of it. I'm pretty sure he was, but he was on the list, on the card. And uh, yeah, Danny Duncan is a social media, oh my gosh, social media star. He's 29 years old and he has recently came out, or uh, not recently came out, but he has recently been in some extremely bad controversy for two things in particular. One is abuse allegations um, of him abusing one of his friends and he has had a past on his videos of kicking doors down while they're showering and, you know, uh, putting it on video um, just giving off really kind of abuser tendencies and, and really bad vibes in all in my opinion. And the second one, which is the more gruesome and the more really extreme is he's actually, I'm just going to call it what it is. There has been like tens of 20, maybe even 30, 50, 60 allegations against him of him grooming underage fans. Um, in fact, on my notes out here, it says abuse allegations came out the past two weeks. And just this past week, a girl came out on a Keemstar's uh, uh, news channel, Drama Alert, saying that <clears throat> Danny Duncan was grooming her when she was 14, when she was 14, and Danny was 24. A complete and utter disgrace. Ten entire years apart. Holy shit. Okay. Uh, obviously, mass amounts of girls are coming out of the dark calling uh, calling out Danny Duncan with serious evidence relating to grooming allegations of Danny. And I have just been looking into this stuff, and it is so appalling and so 
awful and disgusting. And I have lost all respect for Danny Duncan, what little there was, because this is just an abuse of your influence, an abuse of social power. Let's talk about something real quick, okay? For the past six years, I've been live streaming. I've been live streaming, and I've passed my glory days on my streams. I'm done with it now, but I was live streaming. Uh, I've obviously held a large audience before, and I can understand why you get that feed into your ego when you have a bunch of girls telling you that they love you. Now, Danny Duncan, he's obviously a good-looking dude, right? And he's got girls telling you that. Oh, he, you know, you're good looking and they want to have your kids, you know, they're just feeding into your ego and feeding into your influence as, as they should. Right. I mean, they're little, they're little freaking girls. Now me being, you know, I was 15, 16 at the time. I wasn't getting that from little girls. I was getting that from people my age. So, but Danny, he's in his twenties. He's well, he's an adult. He's a, he's not some, you know, adult in the sense of an 18 year old. He's a full grown fucking matured adult. He's 29 years old, bless and fury. I mean, he's going to be 30 soon. So he's well into his adult years. He's definitely old enough to do a majority of the thing. Not a majority. He's, well, he's old enough to do everything that an adult can. Drink, buy a license, temporary or permanent state ID card. He's old enough to do it all. Um, man, this last girl that came out on, on Keemstar's show, Drama Alert, really hammered down the evidence about him saying, like, she he he was performing on stage and she and her friends were like saying throw your bra up on stage and this girl threw her bra up on stage he picked it up and blah 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 and then at the backstage she said yeah by the way that was my bra and danny said oh had i know if it was yours i would have kept it and he he knows her she's you know clearly underage she's 14 and apparently everybody around him just got like really tense and like really cold it was, it was kind of fucked up so let's get into this real quick okay i'm not going to go into every single allegation danny has on him because there's just way too much the dude has clearly done something there's no way in heaven or hell that this guy has just not groomed his underage fans not taken a part in in i can't say the word child cp to put it lightly um there's just no way if he hasn't, holy shit, I, he definitely has. Um, there's just too much evidence. Anyways, so let's talk about how using your influence or social power to groom and prey on underage fans, specifically underage girls, is wrong in literally every way. Uh, there have been and there will continue to be past people using their influence, social media, mass influence to prey on underage fans. I'm going to list out four people in particular that you might recognize. If you don't recognize these people, that's okay too. But uh, obviously Lion Maker back in the day, uh, in the Minecraft days on YouTube, um, grooming this girl named Paige the Panda. She was way too underage and he was well into his, I think he was like 29, maybe 30. And he was well into his adult years and was hardcore grooming this girl. Hardcore. Served jail time in it. Everything. Uh, Bash Reverse, God rest him, he just passed away not so long ago this year. Um, before he became a big uh, uh, YouTuber and stuff, he had, well, many allegations of grooming his ex-girlfriend when she was underage and he was well into his 30s. Or I think he might have been 20s. I don't know. I think it was his 30s, etc., etc. Call Me Carson, who's a big one. I don't know much about his allegations, but he was he he's came out to um, get called out about grooming allegations too. And the biggest one is that piece of shit lesbian pyrocynical. That fucking idiot, dude. 
I mean, he's a furry fucker. I'll call him that any day. The dude clearly had allegations of grooming another girl underage. Bunch of weird shit. LGBT shit, like like furries and all. It, it was just so fucked up. I mean, and he looks like a Karen, and he's a guy. British cunt. Anyways, um, I want to tell a story. I want to tell, I want to tell a story. And, and go ahead, and, and if you're sensitive to the stuff that I gave the warning about this episode, I advise that you really take this lightly and just try to, or not take this lightly, take this heavily and just try to bear with me, but you don't even have to listen. But I'm going to talk about a guy that I used to be friends with, okay? Best friends with. Oh, my cat's wanting to join in on this story too. But uh, I'm going to talk about a guy who is no longer in my life, but had a very, very interesting and sickening um path with similar stuff to Danny Duncan and I want to I want to I want to spread a message through this story so here we go okay so in high school right freshman year I was falsely accused of rape and even though the girl uh, came out to not just the police but everybody around her and me saying that she made it up my life was still in ruins um Everybody spreads rumors, especially here in Utah. It's a shit state. Uh, that's just what happens. And I, my life was ruined. So I had to transfer high schools in my sophomore year. So I transferred to a great school. I'm not going to say what it is because I don't want to dox it. But it's a great, it's, it was an alternative school. I transferred there. Less than 100 students in the school is amazing. And it changed my F in life. It changed everything about my life. I love it. And I will forever give it credit. And the people there were amazing. I met two guys. And I'm not going to say their last names, but I'm going to say their first names, okay? <laughs> he even says on my notes, don't say their last names, you fuck. <laughs> um, so I I was taken in to this alternative school, and the first guys that I became instantly clicked with and became very, very good best friends with uh, were these two guys named Jackson and Raymond. And I loved these guys so much. They were brothers to me. They took me in when nobody else would because everybody thought I was something I'm not. And they just welcomed me with full arms into their gaming groups. And uh, I, I even joined a team of theirs called RGB. And I was just I, I was I was welcomed into their into their gaming side. And you know, it was fun. They were just air airsofting. You know, guys. They like to play airsoft, and uh, <clears throat> they were massive nerds. They loved video games. They were way too far into anime. They were just... And keep in mind, I'm not into that stuff. I'm only into gaming. They were just really big into that nerd geek stuff. And they were... I, I, I don't give a flying fuck if anybody gets offended about what I'm going to say. This generation can be soft all at once, but it's not going to change my opinion on how they actually are. I, at the time, was a lot more skinnier. I was very, very kind of fit and lean because um, I was going from pretty anorexic skinny to getting bulky and muscly but I was still skinny right and they were massive guys they were huge dudes uh, they were very overweight and they knew it they knew it and they they took it in and they you know they weren't proud of it but they just loved how they were and didn't care um despite anybody making fun of them so they had a little bit of some a little bit of some I want to say jealousy and envy with me but they still loved me like brothers and I still love them like brothers so Raymond and Jackson, they're my best friends, all right? Junior year, 
Okay, we're, we, we go to this new school because the old school was getting torn down to get a new one built. I know it's a weird situation, but bear with me. We go to this new school. Raymond goes off to college in my junior year, right? He's, he's years older than me. I think he was in his senior year when I went. So he goes off to college, and I see him on the bus every now and again and stuff. I say hi to him. How's college doing? How you doing? Miss you, bro. Let's play some, uh, let's play some Call of Duty when, you get back, when we get home today. Everything's good. Um... Love those guys. Me and Jackson go to the new school, right? We continue going to school. And I meet another guy there named Caden. And then I meet somebody who has been a longtime friend of mine uh, named Autumn. And Autumn, compared to Jackson... Now, Jackson is is not tall, but he's, you know, taller. I think he's around, like, five foot eight, five foot seven, And Autumn is very, 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 very short. Like, you know, 4'11", if that. And Jackson is a giant. He is big. And when I say big, he's big, okay? Well over 230. Way over 230. What am I talking about? Okay, he's a big dude. And he had this really awkward haircut, too, where he shaved one side of his head, and then the other side was super long, and it was dyed bright pink, okay? He was addicted to drinking Mountain Dew, a pure and utter incel, and everybody knew it. And when he laughed, he laughed, emphasizing it to make everybody have their attention on him. People thought people were creeped out by him and he loved it. Okay. He was the type of guy. And I'll say this. I, I said this to his face one time too. And he took it in like a champ. I said, you are really like the type of guy who bullies other, your bullies, your friends, like your other guy friends around girls that you like to try to impress them. You're that type of guy. You're like an incel. You're you're weird, dude. And he he knew it and he loved it. He loved being a bully. He loved being a dick. And Autumn hung out in our group a little bit, but it's just me, Jackson, Caden, and Autumn. So Jackson had a thing for anime, right? And when you go down the rabbit hole with anime, I'm not, I don't, I don't watch any anime. I could care less about arresting log slide that, about that fucking crap. Okay. No offense to anybody who likes anime. I just haven't gotten into it, but he, oh God, I hate talking about this because it's so cringy, but I have to, he had a thing for lollies. Now lollies are kind of, you know, petite little girls in anime. If you want to call them children, go ahead and call them that. But they're, you get the point. They're, they're kind of little younger girls, and they give off that impression. Okay? He was addicted to that stuff. And Caden, who was also a big kid, but he was, such a, he was such a fucking comedian. I loved him. I still do. Caden, if you ever listen to this, God bless you, dude. You're amazing. Uh, even though you're a loser like me. But Caden would always make fun of Jackson for his weight. He would make fun of him for having a hentai addiction and watching porn and having an addiction to that. He would make fun of him for constantly talking about underage anime girls and stuff called lollies. He would go off on Jackson every day, made sure he didn't go home one day without getting pissed off. It got to the point where Jackson was throwing hands at him. Um, It was bad. And Jackson is a temper envious cuck. Not cunt, cuck. Get it right, cuck. He's the type of guy to want his girlfriend to get fucked by another guy. And watch. He's a cuck. Okay? It's fucked up. So anyways, one day, I go home. And I get, I get, a, I get on my phone. And I got an I Instagram message, direct message from Raymond. 
it's been about a month or two after I stopped talking to him a little bit when he went off to college. And in this paragraph was the day that I officially went downhill. He said in this giant dictionary of a paragraph, something's along the lines of, fuck you, kill yourself, you're the reason why uh, Caden is making fun of Jackson, and then a bunch of other hoopla about how Jackson was envious about me being skinnier than him. Uh, I was dating a girl at the time, and Jackson didn't like that because he, uh, well, he was a loser, and he didn't know how to correctly flirt with girls, and he hated me being with being with somebody. Uh, he was envious about it. I, I'm not taking credit in this at all. I don't give a shit. This is his fault and his thoughts. I could care less if I was dating a Victoria's Secret model and he got jealous. I don't give a shit about what he thought at the time. Because I thought of him as my best friend. I thought of Jackson as my best friend. I didn't want anything against him. Yeah, I'd make fun of him and he'd make fun of me. We, we It was mutual. It's boys on boys. Get over it. But this paragraph Raymond sent me was an absolute thermonuclear hydrogen bomb of, of disgusting hate. And it was just sucking Jackson's dick and putting it on text and sending it to me through Instagram. And he said so much shit, ended it off with, you better hope I don't see you in real life, you know, because I will fuck you up for the way you're treating Jackson. Now, please go put a noose around your neck and drop the chair. Fucking kill yourself. That's what he said. So I was replying to this, like spamming. I was like, dude, I haven't said a damn thing to Caden making fun of Jackson. I didn't say to Caden, hey, Caden, go up to Jackson and tell him that he's a fat fuck and that he should stop eating so much and become an anorexic or whatever. I, I never said that to him. That's what Kate, that's Caden's thoughts. That's Caden's words. So as time goes on, me and Jackson break it off and I just hang out with Caden and Autumn, but Jackson is hanging out with Autumn and I can clearly see that she's, you know, being dragged into it with him. Jackson goes on to live the best junior year of his fucking life. It was amazing for him. Um, I remember sitting in front of in front of him in astronomy, and he was sitting next to a girl named Paige, who he definitely had a crush on. And I just ignored him the whole time, but I could tell that he was just having the best time of his life. You're sitting next to your crush, and yeah, he was having a good time. He was he was getting praise around, and people were starting to. Uh, Starting to like him a little bit, even though he's, he definitely liked being a creep and, you know, looked like an actual chimp. Um, I'm not, I'm just saying he literally looks like that. His face is a, it's awful. Mountain Dew drinking bitch. And yeah, he goes on to live the best life and I'm living a horrible life in my junior year after that. I just lost my two best friends that took me in after I got falsely accused of rape and lost everything and everybody, family included. Okay. Um, senior year. He's not there anymore. Senior year, it's just me and Caden and Autumn. Okay? Um, oh, wait. Let me backtrack. He was there at the start. Okay, no, no, no. Let me backtrack real quick. He was there at the start. This is... I was going to go... I, I thought that happened... What I'm about to talk about, I thought it happened in junior year. This did happen in senior year. No, it did happen in senior year. So he was there in senior year. At the end, it was me, Caden, and Autumn. So in senior year, he's there too, Right? But he graduates at the very start of the year, probably like a month or two after. I remember uh, Autumn texted me one day after school, early, early senior year. And she says, can I talk to you for a minute? I say, yeah, what's up? She says, you know Jackson, right? I'm like, yeah, yeah, that pig, yeah, I know him. She says, well, he's been kind of touching me. 
and being inappropriate. What? Oh shit. So I'm so I'm listening to this, right? So I said so I said to her, I'm like, okay, well I, I took it seriously. I was like, okay, well what's going on? Why is he what's he doing and why is he doing it? She goes into telling me, um, he's been giving me reach arounds, he's been brushing and pulling my hair behind everybody's back, and he's been touching me inappropriately, and you know exactly what I mean, when nobody is looking. And he gives me these smirk smiles and stuff, and he just, he's just, he's getting in my personal space. And you got to understand, die hard, got to understand that Jackson is way, way massively way bigger than autumn autumn is four foot something and jackson is five foot eight and jackson is a fat fuck and autumn is a skinny girl i mean she looked in autumn i don't think that this if she if you listen to this i i love you your husband's amazing and i hope you and your kid are doing well but back then i'm gonna say it how it is okay you looked like a fucking preschooler all right and Jackson looked like a fucking running back in the NFL, and he was only 17 years old, if that. Oh, I'm pretty sure he was 17. So anyways, or maybe he was 18. Yeah, 17 or 18. And uh, he, she's telling me this stuff, and it's making me pissed. I'm, I'm, I'm like, I can tell that he has some, like, he, he probably tries to fuck his cat. I get that. He probably, like, if he babysits, he's definitely probably done some shit to some underage girls, but... Man, I didn't think that he would be this far down the rabbit hole to where he's going behind students' backs, my friends' backs, and doing that shit. So I told her, I said, listen, if he does this again, you go tell the principal, because we had a very close relationship with the principal. She was amazing. <clears throat> Excuse me. You go tell the principal, and so God be by my side on Judgment Day, I will fuck Jackson the hell up and kick his ass. I won't, I won't do anything you know, murderous intent, but I'm not going to sit here and just have a guy who just backstabbed me so fucking hard telling Raymond in a, in a party chat on Xbox to go and say this shit to me, like kill yourself and, and all this dumb shit. And then he goes off and sexually assaults one of my friends. No shit. I'm going to go fuck him up. I mean, who wouldn't imagine if that was your daughter, you would fucking kill the guy. So anyways, time goes on and he keeps doing it. I never caught him, but I can definitely tell that he has a motive. Every time that I was talking to her, he'd sidle up to her behind her and start, you know, trying to get into the conversation and get me to leave. All right, Caden, let's go. Me and Caden leave. And they talk and she is just borderline uncomfortable. Okay. Jackson graduates. Okay. And I go throughout the rest of my senior year dating this girl named Kayleanne. And obviously I talked about Kayleanne in the podcast, uh, uh, episode three. I don't know. It, it was, it was in the podcast episode prior, but I talk, uh, I talked about how I lived the best senior year of my life. It was, it was my favorite year in high school. I, I, I ended up living Jackson's year. It was amazing. I had the best year in my senior year without Jackson. I was free. I was awesome. It was awesome. I loved it. So Jackson goes on late senior year. I'm walking out of college, right? I'm walking out of my college because I go into college in my senior year to get extra credit. It's a whole thing. I won't get into it. So I'm going. Out, I'm walking out of my college waiting for the transit. And I get a text from Autumn. She says, "Oh, this was this was at this was at uh, early 2020, I think 2020 or 2021. Was it this year? No, it wasn't this year. I think it was last year, or maybe it was this year. I don't know. I can't remember." But it might have been this year. 
And I get a, I get a, uh, I think it was this year, I get a, I get a text from Autumn, and she says, I guess we were right about him all along. And it's a Facebook post from, oh, I almost just said what the thing is, but from uh, this 411 local county post, right? So I'm like, okay, this is interesting. So I click on the post and it takes me to Facebook and it takes me, takes me from Facebook to the cash, to the jail site, okay? And it reads this, this report. Logan adult man arrested for CP, you know what I mean, and I can't say it due to the, the, you know, the rules on Spotify that they'll take this episode down, but let's just say it was 20 accounts plus some of child porn and some very fucked up stuff that relates really hard to that. He was distributing and viewing and moderating and downloading that type of stuff, CP, from girls as old as 14 to girls as young as newborns getting, you know what I mean, bad stuff. And he was he was viewing distributing I mean downloading buying all of this shit newborns people newborns and the oldest being like 14 if that might have been 12 it was young 12 to 14 doesn't fucking matter it's under 18 so when I'm reading this article and I'm going down the list and I see his fat ugly head in this mugshot my mouth dropped so hard to the ground i'm reading this and my eyes are fucking open and i can't believe this everything that he backstabbed me with going in a party chat on xbox telling raymond to dm me all of this nasty shit so we can break off the friend group he groomed this autumn girl or attempted to and sexually assaulted her backstabbed me bullied Caden, fucked off other people Probably sexually assault other people too, if that's the case, because he gives off those tendencies. And now he's getting, he's getting it all caught up to him. And now it's on a Facebook post for the public to see that this scumbag, this fucking stupid, stupid, sorry, stupid scumbag, you fat fuck, is getting arrested for CP. Of girls as young as newborns and as old as 12 to 14. If I could give him a piece of my mind, the first thing I'd say is go fuck yourself and end yourself. You are a disgusting individual. I hope you get in a fucking car crash and get paralyzed from the neck below because you are fucking disgusting. And I'm reading this stuff, and I can see in the comments of this post, people from the same high school that we went to, the same high school that we went to, saying, I knew him, he was a fucking creep, and I saw him do this to this person. The comments, I can't imagine being in his shoes reading those comments. It would make him go fucking nuts. 
and the people I commented to, I commented my story part of it. I said, I used to be very good friends with this guy. Best friends. I was on the front fucking lines of this guy. And I knew, I knew in the back of my head, he was going to grow up to either be one, a pedophile, or two, get arrested for sexually assaulting or doing something along the lines of preying on an underage girl. He gave off those vibes more than Saturn has fucking rings. He did. And he continues to this day to do that even in prison. So I spread this fucking message everywhere. My Snapchat for five days straight, every day I posted it on my story. Check out this fucking creep getting arrested for everything from here to the, to the fucking orbit of Pluto of CP and everything else he got arrested on. Everything that he got arrested on. Preying on underage girls is such a fucking disgusting thing for him to distribute, to view, to download, to go through all of that shit. He was doing that shit. It was disgusting. So when I'm, when I'm taking this, I'm taking this in, I just... It just makes me think about, like, during this Danny Duncan thing, it makes me think about him. Now, you can go and do the rest of the research yourself about, you know, Danny Duncan's situation. Okay? 29 years old, Danny Duncan is. Social media star, YouTuber, TikToker, self-called comedian. Yeah, you're a comedian, alright? You're a clown hiding behind a mask. Okay? People who do this shit, who have mass following, right? Hundreds of thousands of followers, millions even, and you choose to target a 12-year-old little girl and groom her to the point where you are sexually assaulting her? Danny, you are a fucking cunt and a scumbag. You deserve everything to be stripped away from you. I go on his website. In fact, I have it right here. I'm on his website right now. Okay, Danny, DannyDuncan69.com. I go to his about section, which is terribly informed. It's horrible. Okay. About Danny Duncan, Florida, Los Angeles. Okay, we get that. And it says, I like to make people laugh. You like to make people laugh? You also like to go for underage girls. On his home, on, on the home of his website too. December giveaway. Make a per purchase at Danny Duncan, whatever the fuck, dot com for a chance to win a Tesla Model 3 with horns. And it's got him and his skinny barbed wire body standing next in front of a Tesla Model 3 with actual horns on it. And I'm scrolling through his website and I just can't think, of, think about the amount of girls that are just defending this guy off of the serious and disgusting grooming allegations he's had saying, oh, well, people make mistakes. People make mistakes. The dude has up to 30 allegations on him right now. How is that a mistake? Allegations from girls that are well under 18, so far under 18, and he sits here and does that shit? Holy fuck, man. That's not a mistake. If you want to call, call that a mistake, 
then you might as well go and call the Travis Scott concert a mistake. And ten people died in front of a, including a little kid. Mistake. If what Danny Duncan is doing is a mistake, Saturn doesn't have fucking rings. It's not a mistake. It's a clear, obvious intent to go for underage fans. I mean, I'm looking at him right now. Mop-heading piece of shit. 29 years old. And he's going for girls far under a decade under his age. Why? Why? Why are you going for this stuff? Why are you going for this demographic? When a social... Let me pull back up my notes real quick. When, when you have influence, when, when you're a TikToker and you have thousands of hundred thousands, even millions of followers, right? And, and you use that power, you use that blessed influence to prey on underage girls. You are super, super, super fucked up in the head because you have been given a responsibility to not go for underage girls and you are breaking that responsibility of having all of those followers to teach them and 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 what's it called yeah just teach them how to not fall into this trap of hey don't message the people that you idol right and and entice them into you sending nudes or entice them into meeting up with you and then they end up doing some stuff that you'll regret five years down the line but instead i i, I pull up a i pull up a youtube report about danny duncan's right on my screen screen right now and the fucking thumbnail says he was 24 and this girl is 14 24 years old we're not talking about an 18 year old flirting with a 15 year old Okay, we're talking about a 24-year-old, a full-grown, full-fledged adult who's been well into his adulthood, old enough to fucking drink, flirting with somebody who's not even, not even flirting, enticing a minor who is not even old enough to get their goddamn driver's permit. How in any way is that an accident? How is it a mistake? it was just an accident that he's he's flirting with these people. Flirting with 30 underage girls. I'm sorry, but that's that's some pedophilic vibes right there. The dude is 29. He's old enough to be a pedophile. It's ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. It's ridiculous that a 29-year-old is trying to get sexual pleasure and sexual favor from girls who are not even old enough to get their license. That is ridiculous. It's insulting. It's disgusting. It's disgraceful. And I, I condemn and I hate the people who defend this behavior. Yeah, I'm talking about the dumbasses who, who backed up Lion Maker. The dude was 30 years old posting nude photos of a girl who was, I think she was like 12, on his, on his Twitter. The people who defended Basher, Basherverse. The people who defended Call Me Carson. And especially the inbred incel cucks who defended that bastard Pyrocynical. Stop defending people who are clearly pedophiles and clearly out to get it for underage girls. You know, I sit here and I, and I look at this stuff. I look at all of these, these influencers who do this shit and I think to myself, if I was in their position right now, I seriously cannot date 
or look at a girl who is under the age of 18. I, I, I have a hard time trying to date a girl who's 18, and, the, and they're an adult, legally. You go, go ahead and make fun of me, especially if you're a guy. Go ahead and make fun of me for what I'm about to say. It doesn't matter. I don't care. It's fine. But I, I personally have a knack, and, and I go for girls who are well into their 20s. Okay, I've dated girls in their 20s, and I'm, I prefer that way more than a girl who's younger than me, even by a year. So I don't understand why people love to go for girls who are way underage, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17. It doesn't matter. I, I can't look at a girl who's underage and, and say, wow, I, I really would like to date them. Oh Matthew, you're a cougar hunter. Cougar hunter is way better than being a being an underage girl hunter. Cause when you're looking for a girl who's underage, you're looking for a girl who isn't developed fully in the head, you rat. You are literally preying on underdeveloped people. Do you not realize how actually genuinely fucked up that is? I mean, if you go to prison, like Jackson and they figure out you you've done that shit. Fuck dropping the soap, dude. You're hold, you're not only holding somebody's pocket, you're rubbing Kool-Aid on your lips and you're sucking a dick 3 times a night. You can't do that shit. You shouldn't do that shit. You can't do that shit. And if you do that shit, preying on underage girls when you have a big demographic and influence, when you do that shit, you deserve to have everything stripped away from you thrown behind bars and get the shit knocked out of your lungs because you are full of shit and full of just perversion. I mean, look at yourself in the mirror and tell yourself that you are a pedophile in the making and you do not deserve the amount of money, fame, popularity, self-respect. You don't deserve any of that shit after you go and fucking ruin a girl who is clearly, clearly not developed fully in the head and is still growing up to figure out right from wrong and still growing up living a teenager's life trying to figure out life and you are sitting here taking advantage of that. I know it sounds cliche of me and it sounds rich of me to say this right now, but I just, I can't stand looking at guys that are my age, right? Going into their twenties and, and, and they do this shit with underage girls. I, I can't stand it. I don't find how guys like girls who are underage. I know that me personally, I love girls who are way older than me. Like in their late 20s. I love girls who are late 20s. I will only date people who are older than me. But I just can't ever figure out why people go for underage people. Not just not just girls, but guys too, underage boys. I don't mean to call out the entire Catholic church, but a lot of priests will, a lot of bishops and priests will go for the underage boys. Go ahead and look up on the news report how many, uh, how many of these uh, allegations and assaults have came out where bishops and priests are raping boy scouts go ahead do it call me on say i'm wrong it's whatever it's out there do your own fucking research and see and go ahead and do your own damn research on danny duncan and just see why this guy this man this full-grown adult man should be stripped of his social media influence and social media power so self-called comedian and be put behind bars. Let's move on a little bit, okay? Danny Duncan has fangirls and fans defending him. 
That's already fucked up in and of itself. If you're defending, it's like me defending, let's say that there's a a 52-year-old man who gets uh, arrested for brutally sexually assaulting and raping a 14-year-old girl. If I was to defend him, I'd, I'd honestly, I, I would, I'd be putting a noose around my neck and killing myself because that is so wrong. Obviously, I would be on the girl's side if that came out to be fully true that a guy was doing that to a girl. I don't care if the, if the, if the guy was, was 18 and he did that to a 14-year-old girl. I'd be on the girl's side. That's fucked up. I don't care what the age is. You don't do that at all. Uh, another thing, and this is on my notes too, is uh, Danny uh, Danny Duncan has also anonymously, get this people, anonymously denied every single allegation, further making him guilty over innocent. He has denied it anonymously. When people reached out to him, such as Keem, and they reached out to him and said, hey, is this stuff true? He has denied it, every single one anonymously can't come out publicly and say hey i just want to clear the air and say that this is not true and i take responsibility for what i do i take responsibility for being the social media star and have an influence over all my fans and i just want to promote to you that you guys should watch out who you talk to not send nudes when you're underage not do this shit and you should not be contacting me trying to get in my pants this is not true this is a false allegation but no he denied it anonymously and hid behind his group and friends after everybody from here to the to the orbit of Neptune is calling him out and saying, "Dude, you clearly if there's 20 girls coming out saying that you uh what's called um oh fuck it just groomed, you know, groomed them, that is fucked up, bro. So fucked up. I mean, I got to be real with you listening. It is overall bad for any influencer of any size to groom their fans, especially the ones who are underage. I don't care what you do. If you're a Twitch streamer, if you're a YouTuber, Judas Priest, if you're a TikToker, and I'm talking to, I'm talking to the guys especially, don't go to when, you go to... when you go to perform at your concert and you go backstage and you see a girl who, you know, got some big old hooters and she's only 15 and you're like man i want to get a piece of that you get her number she tells you her actual age and you continue to go down that path from that point forward you are praying and grooming a innocent girl and to the very few but known girls who are older that do that for guys you know you ever see these you know it's it's the dream i, I gotta sp speak off topic for a minute but every guy's dream including myself was to fuck your substitute hot teacher, right? The girl who was well into her 20s, but she she was, you know, beautiful. And every guy had a, had a crush on the substitute teacher that came that day and said, holy shit, I would like to bang her, okay? Even though we all have that dream, all guys have that dream, it doesn't make it right. You know? This episode's been crazy, but just take it how it is. Okay. Danny Duncan, you are just <laughs> you're bad, dude. And I know that I know that I sound kind of irritated about him, you know, being all this social media star and stuff cuz he is a good-looking dude. I mean, I got his I just I got to sing up right now, but 
he's got a lot of power and influence. He's got a lot of girls on his ass, and he's you know he's got all this stuff. But at the end of the day, he has the most amount of influence, and is abusing that. He's reached more than six million subscribers. His most popular video has 25 million views. And the dude grew up with a privileged family, got everything spoon-fed to him, grew up with fellow YouTuber Christopher Chan, and he's a 29-year-old guy who is preying on innocent little girls. In what way is that defensible and in what way is, is that even remotely acceptable? Newsflash, it's not. So quit defending him. Okay? A accidents happened. He was just, he got enticed into talking to this girl. He had the opportunity to take matters into his own hands and stop talking to this girl when she disclosed her age as being 14 when he was clearly 24. And now he's 29 and this shit is coming back to smack him three times across the face. Matter of fact, this girl came out in 2020 on Facebook uh, talking about this and talking about her uh, being the victim to Danny, Danny Duncan and stuff. Hi, kitty. And uh, oh, she's so cute. Um, and it didn't get anywhere. It didn't get any traction or whatever. Now, everything is coming out and, well... It's coming back to bite him in the ass. And quite frankly, in my opinion, and I think a lot of other people would agree with me on this, the cunt deserves it. You don't deserve to have the popularity you do, the influence you do, the finances you do, that everybody that's your fan has given you, and then you abuse that power, that great power, that privileged, blessed power, it's a blessing to have that power, and you abuse it. Fucking jackass, dude. It just pisses me off when people do that. Line maker, pirate single, everybody else has done that too. Basher, even though he's passed away. Anyways, it just drives me nuts. If you, if you are listening to this and you somehow happen to be a, a big influencer of some sorts, okay? I don't care if you're a guy or a girl. I don't care if you're 15 or 25 or 29 like Danny. Do the right fucking thing, okay? And cut the shit. Don't do that stuff. Have some self-respect, too. That's where it all starts. Have some self-respect. And just understand that no matter how much you think that you're going to get away with it, it will come back to bite you in the ass. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Lonesome Podcast. I've been your very pissed off host, Matt Palmer. Um, <clears throat> if anything else comes out about Danny Duncan, I, I don't know if I'll talk about it on next episode, but go ahead and look it up on YouTube and do your own research and take it how you will. But thank you so much for sending or, uh, for uh, um, listening to another episode. 
And uh, if you want to go ahead and contact me on my social medias or to give me some feedback or if you just want to leave a review or a rating, if you want to go ahead and see anything to el anything else that I'm posting, uh, my Snapchat is SolusMP, capital S, lowercase O-L-U-S, capital M-P. My Instagram is Matthew Palmer with two T's and two R's, M-A-T-T-H-E-W-P-A-L-M-E-R-R. -R. And if you like this episode, go ahead and leave a review in the comment section below on Spotify, if there even is one. And yeah, I apologize that this episode was so just really intense. Uh, I have to say, if you guys would like to listen to, if you would like me to re uh, release the Travis Scott episode it's a 45 minute episode i have to give the warning i listened back on it and oh my gosh i was I, I was fuming i mean i was yelling during that episode i was screaming cussing yelling about travis scott's fuck up and the damn interview he had i was going off uh, if you just want if you would like to see that episode or listen to that episode go ahead and leave uh, leave your comment down below requesting it i'll go ahead and release it as a bonus episode at the end of this season um again thank you so much to everybody who's listened to this episode and the past ones i hope to see you on the next episode go ahead and turn post notifications on spotify if you're listening to this on spotify and uh, go ahead and give me a follow turn on post notifications and I will see you on the next episode of the Lonesome Podcast. I've been your wonderful host, Matt Palmer, and you've been amazing. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Lonesome Podcast.